listening to our contestant is Carlos. His friends call him Los. Los? That's right. I, I do tend to explode only when by myself. What's the big deal? That she you touched that? a man's trash can. Bro, right now I'm committing a Schedule 1 felony. Allegedly. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit. bullshit. He's the mole, dude. <laughs> He's got be. the mole in the face of his cock, dude. He's fucking home like a hole. Like Mom, you are a horrible human being. She's being you know what? Right. Why don't you die from breast cancer or something? <gasps> wow. No, you take wow. that back. That's usually, it's, hey, I'm so-and-so, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. I'm also a woman. But in the event of an emergency... Your regular exit might not be the quickest or safest way out. Hey, this emergency exit is painted on. There's no way out. There's no way out. We do it. That's right. Now is the time to open your mind. In our search for the unknown, who knows what we will find. Right? This is Emergency Exit. This is episode 72. Today is April 16th, 2018. We are broadcasting to you again. From our floating tin can, far above the world. I am your host, Nick Ryder. That's right. With me, as always, Carlos. Slap your mom in the mouth, Richard. <laughs> right. How you doing? <laughs> well, they're getting better and better, man. <laughs> right on. Today on the program, we got the news. Ooh. But first, taking over hosting duties this week, so we're going to do things the right way. Oh, okay. All right. Have you ever uh, been concerned that the organization you're a part of might be a cult simply using you for your money? Now I will be. Yeah. How do you know whether you're going to have to drink the Kool-Aid or if you're part of a respectable religion that totally exists? <laughs> okay. That's what we're here to help you figure out today on a new episode of Nick Explains. <laughs> Thanks again, George Harrison, for that lovely intro. Thank you, Georgie. Georgie Pooh. Jorge, as I like to call him. Yeah. Well, that's what our friends south of the border wall call him. <laughs> the uh, big Trump wall. Yeah. That's right. Believe me. So you're taking so over duties of host today, this, this week? Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited for it, man. We, uh, You and I both have watched the Wild Wild Country documentary yes. on Netflix. So good. Rajneesh. really fucking good. Rajneesh Pakram. Puram. Uh, and it got me curious as to what what exactly is the difference between religion and a cult? Now, obviously, uh, there are certain things that are obvious, like you're extreme fucking cult crazies. Um, but not all cults are that way, as we'll get into. Uh, and this one, I even thought it could be legitimate religion. I mean, it was international, millions of followers all around the world. Uh so why is it a cult instead of a religion? What is what is the difference here? So to start off, we'll do the old boring definition thing. You know, you got like, like, to define it. Like every great best man speech, Webster's Dictionary defines. <laughs> <laughs> Webster Dictionary defines cult as right. Uh, no, actually, I found a site called Biography Online, and it has I think the best quick summary of. Uh, the difference between a religion and a cult is a religion is just an old cult, and a cult is a new religion. That sounds uh, very plausible. Right. Very uh, meaningful. Pretty on point. On point. Um, but seriously, I did go to Merriam-Webster <laughs> to get the definition. So the actual definition of a religion uh, is, one, the belief in a god or gods. 
Two, an organized system of beliefs, ceremonies, and rules used to worship a god or group of gods. Three, an interest, belief, or an activity that is important to a person or a group. Okay. So the third one, not, I don't know, maybe is a more slangular, I guess, not necessarily god-related. Read three again. Uh, it is an interest, belief, or activity that is very important to a person or a group. It could be, you know, like someone's, re- yeah, it could be someone's religion. Car, the car's my religion or Yeah, whatever. man, I'll tell you what, man. Something like that, yeah, so. Shooting guns is my religion. That's why I go to church. That's the, is that the one that Michael Stipe lost in the corner? <laughs> Who's Michael Stipe? Singer of R.E.M. Oh. <laughs> I thought it sounded familiar. Uh, so then definitions of a cult. One is a small religious group that is not part of a larger and more accepted religion and that has beliefs regarded by many as extreme or dangerous. Two, a hmm. situation in which people admire and care about something or someone very much or too much. And three, a small group of very devoted supporters or fans. So again, three's not necessarily making it religious. Because we have things like the cult classics, like Off right, the Space or right, something. Right, exactly. Or the, the, Lebowski. the 80s rock band cult. Yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, I don't think the definition applies to them, but... And cult of personality. Right. Cult of personality. Fucking great-ass song. So getting more in-depth with this, uh, I found like some guidelines. A religion is a formal organized body who generally meet these various criteria. You have a belief in a supreme being, God, Jesus, Allah, whatever. Uh, you have belief in the importance of certain spiritual books as the source of your spiritual, tr- spiritual truth. Okay. Uh, the Bible, Quran... Quran, sorry. Uh, you have Karen. A Karen? Of, Who's Karen? Karen. Uh, you have a set of principles to guide the living of the uh, living of the members, like your, your way of life, what okay. you should and shouldn't do. Uh, the membership is often tied to ancestry or bloodline. Like the, you tend to be born into the religion, you know. You're, the stone cutters. Sure. I was going to say, dum, like, dum, 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 if you're dum. born into a Catholic family, you become Catholic, sure. you know. Yeah. So, it, or you know, Judaism. Um, there's an established organization, often with a hierarchy of priests. Okay, yeah, of course. Um, geographical existence of holy places to visit. You have to have your holy Some city or your your temple, as it were, or whatever. The synagogue. Um, this concept uh, is associated with main religions in existence uh, hundreds, even thousands of years. Um, main religions are like Hinduism, Buddhism, Christianity, Islam, Sikhism, and Taoism. Heard of the first three? Ever heard of Islam? Uh, I heard of Islam, Judaism, Judaism. Buddhism, Hinduism, Christianity. Obviously, Uh, so within these are all like they all have their subdivisions. Obviously, I mean Christianity gets broken down into fucking ten different things. Yeah, no one can agree. Right, they can agree that there's a God and Jesus. All the same shit, except like very minute details. They just interpret the Bible differently. Right, exactly, And, and every other. Major religion has their own little branches, or, or, you know. Right. Anyway, that's a that's a common thing in in religions, not necessarily cults. That's pretty uh, cut and dry. This is it. But you know, like you were you saying, yeah, cults, cults. It's like uh, people see it. Like uh, it says, when many people, what was like the definition? Like when uh, many people see it as extreme or something. Right. Right. According to Webster's. Where do um, they get that definition? Uh, what is many? 
like uh, a few people. So uh, more than three. Population, so who when knows? four people at least think, think that it's, it's extreme, extreme it's, it's a cult. It's a cult. Okay. All right. I guess. I don't know. Uh, cult is harder to define. Instead of being the derogatory term that it is now, um, it actually just used to refer to a certain branch of religious devotion. It definitely wasn't yeah. ne- necessarily a negative thing. For example, the Catholic Church would allow worship of a particular cult, like a specific saint. Um, there was one, I can't remember the specific name, it's further on in my notes, but uh, one dedicated to, yes, called the Cult of Mary. It was devoted to Jesus' mother. Okay. And that's what they worshipped. Was, Guadalupe. Uh, so, yeah, and in that regard, those are cults, but they're not extreme or dangerous, and they're even recognized by the main I don't know. If we religion. can get four people to do that, we can we can list them as a cult if we want. We, we can. I know. Well, they were a cult. It's just... Doesn't yeah. have to be derogatory or bad. Yeah, and okay. it didn't used to be necessarily. It just was an offshoot or a smaller. And sort of like how that uh, the cult of the Rashnis, uh, Rashnis people they uh-huh. they were they're peace loving people. Right. They just all they wanted to do is have a good old time and fuck. Yeah, is that is that so bad? No, it's called a swingers club. They ain't gonna tell you what. They ain't gonna tell you what. All right. So <laughs> um, so during the twentieth century, the term became negative. It ain't because now the the term cult gives uh, the idea of brainwashing, coercion. That's what I always thought. Uh, abuse. Yeah. You know, sexual abuse or physical abuse, anything like that. So now the term is it has those implications with it when it definitely didn't used to. It's been uh, changed drastically. Uh, often used to describe new or alternative religious movements, you know, like Pastafarians, maybe. The or, Pastafarians, right? Uh, they're they're on to something, man. That flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> the dudes. Hey, man, the dude abides. That's the one they commandment, dude. I know. I, I'm ordained in the Church of Dudism. Uh, you are. Oh, That's my right. goodness. When I get married, I'm going to have you uh, dude us in. I can't. I can do that. Do the. the <laughs> I can do that. You can do the wedding duties. <laughs> Oh, man, are you going to have a white Russian fountain? <laughs> white Russian? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, it was the new movements, uh, and the described the new or alternative movements by those who wanted them to be stereotyped or viewed in a, in a negative way. So now it, like, it was intentionally shifted to mean a negative thing by people who didn't want them to exist. As, sure, a bigger group of people right. that are, think they're going to take over turf, or something, right? yeah. Uh, scholars rarely ever use the term cult because they realize that it's being thrown around for things, you know, like, uh, except to describe specific groups, which are obviously uh, extreme or use manipulation, mind control, like Manson or Jonestown or uh, even David Koresh here in Texas. Waco. Yeah, That's the right. Waco thing. So before we get done with definitions, I wanted to make this one point. The traditional definition of cult was a new religious movement that has a limited number of followers and new practices may or may not be mysterious. May or may not. Religion, traditional definition, a method of thought that is meant to give meaning to man's life by putting him in communion with a higher power through stories, rituals, and beliefs. Dang, I'll tell you what. Now, the modern definition okay. of cult, a secretive group that brainwashes its members into engaging in obscene and harmful practices for the sake of a charismatic leader. Damn. Religion, modern definition. A method of thought that is meant to give meaning to a man's life by putting him in communion with a higher power through stories, rituals, and beliefs. Oh, so oh, what's going on here? Shit. It was uh, obviously and intentionally skewed, but they left the definition of religion just fine. Um, and then there's a website. I couldn't find the, the writer's name. Uh, 
but the website is Quora, <laughs> Q-U-O-R-A, and the guy who wrote- She hot? Yes. So I'm coming day and night. All right, oh, Arnold, all right, fucking right. get back there. Um, Jesus and this, Christ. And this, this author's stance on it is it's all about money. If you have enough money, you're not a cult anymore. Okay, so, okay. You run out of money and people are not supporting you? You're not a cult well, anymore. no, no. If you have enough money, you're not oh. a cult. Once oh, you get enough once money. Once you get a, okay, okay. So once you become, yeah. Right. Makes sense. And then uh, this person, I guess I was always saying he, but I have no way of knowing what gender. Just go Z. This person, um, this author, set out a series of guidelines um, and just like, so check these out and see if you can really sense the difference between religion or cult, right? Guidelines for a like, cult. Yeah. Okay. So, what uh, are those guidelines? So we have the organization is run by a strong authoritarian figure. Figures often a prophet or messiah, though that's not strictly necessary. Okay. So yeah, they could follow someone who's very tough and strong. You right. Know? I mean, like David Koresh and Jonestown, uh, Jim Jones, Jeff. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Like, they definitely claim to be Messiah. Even Manson, I believe, had people convinced he was Jesus. So that's definitely the Messiah aspect, but not. I don't think everything is. Uh, Bagram never claimed to be a Messiah. He said repeatedly, I am not. Yeah, Bhagwan. Bhagwan. Bhagwan Um But he was their authoritarian the figure. Osho. If you guys haven't watched Wild Osho. Wild Country Dude, on that's Netflix, amazing. watch the six episodes. They're about an hour and five minutes long. I don't know why they went the five extra minutes there, but... They went one hour, five minutes, each of them, six of them. It gets better and yeah, better dude, it gets with fun. each episode. It's crazy. And it then, gets really crazy. Dude, it gets nutty. And you know what makes this documentary really good, and we're going to shift away for just a moment, is that it was filmed, like everything was filmed over there. At that like time. There, it was such, they were such, uh, they were so under the radar, or uh, they were so under the radar, right? Is that the right way to say it? They were so... Under the microscope is what I want to say. That there, there was so much news organizations trying right, to get right. a story. So the documentary has, like, the only current air quotes footage is interviews of the survivors or people nowadays. Other than that, it's all news footage or documents or uh, interviews from the time because it was the eighties. I mean, we had cameras, we had worldwide news we had all the technology so there's plenty of footage and that's what made it the best is like it's not reenactments it's not yeah shit it's like you're actually there talking and seeing the actual people as it was happening and, and it was you know and from what pretty, i understand i'm not going to spoil much if you guys haven't watched it but it um they they were just loving people you know and there were they got in trouble for some shit they definitely got in trouble for some shit but i feel it was a in my opinion, it was a combination of people just pushing them. Yeah. Like, they they definitely did not draw first blood. They did not draw first blood. And uh, also, one bitch was crazy. But, again, she was How would that place live on, though? Because I, I watched that whole documentary. I didn't see one child in the, in the documentary. Did they have children? I would imagine. They would have had to have. I mean, they were fucking all the time. Everybody was fucking. So right, they had to but... have been... Where were the kids then during all this fucking? I don't know, man. Do they grow up with this fucking? Like, what? What kind of? What kind of child? I don't know. See, like, you're gonna get gonna... a Flanders kid out of it because <laughs> uh, I mean, Flanders uh, had a uh, right. We're gonna have to beatnik parents. We're gonna have to uh, dive into these individually. Like, I want to do a series after after this. You know. So, are you covering a specific uh, cult in this N one? Not, or? not today. Today's just an overview. But okay. I would like to go individually because I mean, that'd you be could great. Do like two to three episodes on Jonestown alone. Jesus. I mean, Christ. could we like? Uh, how would we want to do this? Do you want to like 
have uh, start with like recent and go back, or we uh, might just pick one. Yeah, just pick some random ones. Something that's the most interested. I mean, we have. I always thought that the Church of Scientology is a cult, but I totally agree. It's reached a acclimation, and now it's part of the the zeitgeist. Now it's. It's not. It's a real. It's a full blown religion. It's not a cult, yeah, according to the IRS, anyway. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, so second. Sorry, second. Uh, the leader is an abs- guide. The guidelines here. The guideline. The leader is in absolute control of the organization. Leader is the only judge of the organization's doctrine and can change it at any time. Okay. Sounds a lot like the Pope to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I like gay people now. The leader makes many, perhaps all, of the life decisions, career decisions, etc., for his followers. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Pope's Pope's necessarily doing that. They set out the guidelines, I guess, but they're not. There's way too many. You fucking, do what you yeah. like. I'm the Pope. I'm a the Pope. Piggy piggy Pope. Organization uses deceptive recruitment techniques. Now that has to be a matter of like judgment well, yeah, by absolutely. like people. Like I mean that that is so skewed. It's so vague, right? right? Absolutely. Like, that completely is that's subjective. It's subjective to, Thank you. to whoever. Yeah. I'm thinking um, of. Organization talks frequently about an upcoming apocalypse and how its followers will be the only ones to survive. Yes. Organization uses fear of the other. To cement loyalty. Okay. The other. Um, I assume that would either mean people not in your religion or devil, you know? Yeah. The, the, the devil bad. is the bad. Yeah. You want to stay away from that. Otherwise, he's going to do so this you gotta do and what, spread his mayonnaise all we, over you. Yeah. Do what we say or you have to deal with the devil, you know, essentially. Do what we want you to do. Uh, or gargle the devil's pickle. Okay. That's. <laughs> I mean, pickle juice. You can't really gargle the pickle itself. I mean, you can you can gag on it. That's for sure. He's gargling it. Uh, the organization claims to have the only <laughs> truth, the only path to salvation, or mystical knowledge, and you're going to be corrupted listening to the words of others. You know, but that doesn't apply to this Rajneesh uh, people. No, it was just free fucking. Free love, but then he had the capital. I don't know. We're not trying to steer. I'm sorry. I'm trying right. to steer it over towards that. I Go ahead. We just recently watched. That might have to be the first it, episode. It's so we fresh. Do then. Yeah, it has to um, be. The organization isolates followers as much as possible from the outside world. This can be physical isolation or also social isolation. Uh, organization forbids or restricts contact with family members or those outside of the organization. <clears throat> Scientology. <clears throat> All right. Excuse me. The organization encourages followers to keep an eye on each other and report any weaknesses, lack of faith, or other transgressions. Uh, to the rat out your fucking friends. Right. Uh, oh, the, did you see fucking Nick, dude? He didn't yeah. even clap for when uh, fucking Bogwan was up there, dude. I know what the fuck, what's, man. What's up with Nick, dude? Yeah, I'm gonna tell Sheila. He also wasn't facing east when he was praying, dude. I saw that too. It was like a skew a bit. I think he like, was like trying to trying to, but obviously we're all facing the same way, and he's just off a little bit, right? You know, I mean, yeah, it's still sort of east, but fucking I mean, Nick, dude, like east northeast, you know, what like what the? <laughs> I'm telling Sheila. I'm fucking telling. Fucking Sheila, man. I'm, I'm freaking telling. Um, those being reported may be sent to special re-education sessions or camps oh, or other means of mental conditioning. This and- is like fucking nutty, man. Right. Um. The organization works to weaken followers, sometimes physically, sometimes psychologically, in order to cement their dependency on the organization. Finances of the organization, teachings of the organization, and other elements are shrouded in mystery, offered only to the most faithful of followers. And I feel religions, major religions, tend to be pretty open. Now, maybe not on the finance part of it, but they're generally fairly open on 
teachings and things. You don't have to like Scientology. You got to get way up there before you know what the fuck they even believe in. But and you got to spend a couple hundred thousand right, dollars exactly to uh, find out about fucking Lord Zenu and shit. Speaking of, followers are required to donate huge sums of money, perhaps going fucking deeply into ding, debt ding, or working ding. fully for the organization in order to remain in good ah. standing. No money is required in an ordinary religion, though of course they will often suggest it. My facial hair club's sort of that way. <laughs> I gotta pay 50. Donations accept. Uh, followers are often employed by the organization for little to no pay. Wait, say, that again? Only, say that again? Followers are often employed by the organization for little to no pay, perhaps right, only yeah. for room and board. Like nuns in a convent don't get paid. Sure. Priests, they don't get paid. I mean, if you're living a pretty much. awesome life doing all that stuff, yeah, I mean, it'd be sweet to not have to right. worry about Monks it. Monks definitely don't get paid. Yeah, and they just hang out all fucking day right. and, like, meditate. God, uh, that's awesome life. I think I'm going to be going to go join. <laughs> we should just start a cult, man, the emergency exit cult. Emergency exit cult. No, well, I don't we think have anyone. To, <laughs> have to come up with our own dogma first, but the organization opposes individuality, independent or rational thinking, and questioning in general, the leader, the clergy, and other higher-ups treat reasonable questions as attacks on the religion. You ask questions about the religion, you're that's blasphemy. Well, if you're like, well, wait, 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 about this fucking Jesus guy. If he he died, but he was just back three days later, so really it was just a nap, right? Was like he just he sleeping? He, he was just knocked out, right? He die for our sins. I mean, what's up with that? Silence you right. to exactly. the fucking pit. <laughs> The organization uses the threat of expulsion or excommunication to keep followers rigidly in line. Like cracking the whip. Definitely dude. more of a cult thing than a mid-religion. The organization will exert various forms of retribution against those who leave. Eh, I don't know anything probably, about like, like how thing. churches would do something. I'm sure like if you left a church and they wanted they would probably be pissed off at you. Like, I don't think they'd do anything. I mean, I guess if you're high up, but if you're just part of the clergy or like yeah, part of the flock, then you just don't go to fucking church anymore. But they'll be like, oh, our, our I mean, the writers didn't show up right, to church the, on the Sunday. The rest of your little community might be, oh my God, oh my God. But the church itself, the organization itself isn't going to And they're so goddamn catty, at least from what I understand from right. TV. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, those writers didn't show up to the to church. Oh, those fucking, they're, they're, you know, I fucking heard that up right over there. He's an atheist, but he's just going in there because his wife is a, is a Christian. Oh. That's a family worth staying together, huh? They're like, yeah, they sure are. Ha, 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 ha. I don't know. Did sounds I... like <laughs> fucking an episode of The Simpsons or something with just general banter. Uh, <laughs> one, one last last one here. Don't. Uh, the last thing is breaking the law. When there's kidnapping, rape, abuse, stealing, brainwashing, slavery, etc. You have to. You have pretty much given up any claims to the religious mainstream. Yeah. But. Not necessarily. It's like well, I multiple scandals about rape. Yeah. Okay. At least in Christianity or Catholicism specifically, uh, stealing. It wasn't potentially at least in their history. They definitely raped and pillaged. It wasn't rape, rape. (laughs) Pretty sure it's rape. Uh, Yeah. I guess you're right. Uh, So anyway, but it's not rape, rape. Yeah. It's like it's like a soft rape. Yeah. It's it's a a, diet rape, rape light. It's not a rape fortissimo, man. Right. 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 Uh, So. So there's definitions and, and things. So there, now there are actual differences, I think. Uh, mentioned before. Uh, differences between cults and religions. religions right, right. Okay. Uh, membership to a religion is usually inherited, right? Yeah, you're born into parents that are insert religion here. Then you grow up as. An, I was born an, into an, an, a an Catholic insertist, religion. Right? 
Uh, so that's how that tends to go. It does happen, but it's not common when you're born into one religion or none at all, and you actually seek out and and go join it. You know, like I I, I mean I do know people that were born into atheist families and ended up deciding they wanted to go become Catholic Weird. or something. But it generally doesn't happen that way. Like that's very sure, rare. Sure, yeah. I mean, because they grew up already with the idea that. God right. doesn't exist or exactly. something. And so, I mean, it can't, or you can be in one and decide it's not quite right and go to another or something like Walter Sobchak converted to Judaism when he married Sheila or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say when you get divorced? You change your last name, get a new driver's license. You stop being Jewish. He's not bowling for you. He's not <laughs> taking your turn. Not <laughs> getting a fucking beer. <laughs> um, so cults, on the other hand, are uh, joined exactly that way. Um, you go seek them out and and convert to whatever they do, or they coerce you to join. Yeah, they, they persuasion. When we talked about Scientology, they go to they get a lot of like ex drug addicts, you know, and like oh, sure. get them up on the up and up, which is a noble thing to do, and which makes it, uh, you know, sort of legitimate, if you will, where they're doing good for the public. They're getting people off drugs. They're also making them, you know, part of the, the cult as well. Right. Joining this society, this commune. That's right. That's how they do it. They, That's uh, right. That's they right. say that they have the best way to solve all your problems. Fill that void in your life. You need to feel loved or accepted. Come join us. Become part of our family. You know, things like that. That's why they tend to be teens into early 20s right. that are troubles at home or whatever run away maybe or just whatever but they're looking for they're looking for that acceptance they're looking for molded that. people yeah, exactly. in their minds you know when they're having trouble with life it's searching easy. for identity or acceptance generally and they, someone they like you, you and me promise. like wouldn't just couldn't i know um, a lot of the listeners would be like there's no way i'd join a cult you know it's because you know what? Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't be the people that they'll see right away that right. like this guy's not one of us we can find someone else because yeah, there's a million other moldable. dummies out right, there. Right, exactly. Um, so, what was I saying? Um, yeah, they give you that sense of fulfillment, belonging, that you're finally in a family, but all while being alienated from your actual friends and family. Uh, religion raises you on family. Like you're, How does you're Olive Garden this. do this? So they say, when you're here, you're family. Right. <laughs> Uh oh, the cult of Olive Garden. <laughs> Pastafarians, dude. Dude, man, the um, breadsticks, dude. So praise them. Yeah, major religion you're you're born into, you grow up in it. So instead of alienating you from your family to become part of this other one, you you are in the like you're in your family. You're part of this religious family as well, and you're growing up in that group, following those traditions, that dogma. You know, uh, there are certain paths you follow, whether you get baptized or bar mitzvahs or you know uh, confirmations and shit. So, I wonder how many. Jews that go through a bar mitzvah or a, a, a bat mitzvah where they convert, where they become atheists. Do you? I've never heard of such a thing. Usually Jews are like real right. Jewish. Like they're, so they they're don't ever say it. atheist. They say non-practicing. 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 I've heard that a lot, just basically. Because like, there's still hope for them. Well, also, I mean, I know it's religion, but it's almost its own – like almost its own race of people, you know. It's just the Jews is the Jew. I don't know. It, no, so it's it's more. I, than I want to do a Jewish simply, voice, but I don't think yeah, I can do it. Uh, it's it's almost more than just a religion, you know. So even if you don't go to the synagogue every week or whatever, like you're still you're part mish- of this. You know, it's like just, you're not Meshuggah yet, right? <laughs> anyway, so 
Both cults and religions claim to help you find acceptance. They offer you promises of grandiosity, you know, eternal life or nirvana or whatever the promises Prove are. It. Prove it. Um, they provide ways to see and understand the world. Explain the world. You know, this is, this is how this goes. This is how this became or whatever. They set of beliefs and practices. However, religions tend to be open and, and legitimate. Air quotes on that, and cults are secretive and withdrawn. I mean, so it's only of, legitimate when we're. I'm assuming that we're talking when we say that the Christianities. The generally, Catholics, that's just the, the one I know the most. The main, of. the main religions that we spoke of earlier. I mean, they became legitimate over time. You right, know? right. They, they well, definitely. Who knows? In another hundred years, Scientology is going to be the main one, or even Rashnisha Purim or some shit. Right, Rashnisha. Because it still is going on. They're not all gone. So cults are supposedly bad. They just want your money. Scientology. Uh, they just brainwash you again, Jonestown, Davidians, Manson, or they terrorize you like KKK and Islamic State. Both of those you two should, are no longer. You should longer... have done that line like uh, Subliminal Man, <laughs> Kevin Nealon, uh, Kevin Nealon's uh, uh, character in Saturday Night Live, where he would be like, "Oh, we're gonna be bombing you guys," and he said under his voice, "Subliminal Man." You've never seen Subliminal uh -huh. Man? Never mind. Continue All on. All right. So anyway, then you have ones that are obviously uh, cause terror. Um, like the examples I found, KKK and the Islamic State, they both are so far out there, they no longer even resemble the Christianity or Islam that they claim to practice and represent. They obviously do not. Um, so this this is what we think of cults, but there are ones, those are the ones you hear of. Like a lot of times you don't even hear of cults because they're not causing any fucking problems and nobody cares. Again, that cult of Mary I was talking about is uh, devoted to the worship of Jesus' mother. Then yeah, you know they're not they're, not too long ago, but a couple months ago there was a march uh, down our down where I work, and there were people. It was Mother of uh, Jesus Day or the right uh, Guadalupe Day, and so they they worship Guadalupe, so there Mother you go. of Jesus, so now, Mother of Christ, Mother of Christ, that's right. All right, thank you. Um, <laughs> however, uh, so. Not all cults are bad, is what I'm saying there. But also, religions do the same shitty things. Uh, money's pretty obvious. The average cost of a Jewish synagogue is eleven hundred dollars. Sometimes much more than that in, wait, wait, in metropolitan uh, to areas. To become a part of the synagogue, just like dues or whatever. Yearly um, dues, a grand. Churches now they don't require you to pay, but yeah, I've but never... they you donate, you tithe. They recommend ten percent of your income in the collection plate. Hold up a second. Tithing, tithing, yeah. It's Are you serious? Thing. My so one the times that I went to church it's with like my mother. Usually people throw a buck or yeah, you five throw bucks a dollar, right? It was like everybody no, in the audience to properly tithe. It's ten percent. Ten percent of what studies, you made. Studies found that donations, air quotes again, equal or surpass the synagogue dues because fucking big churches deal with big money, so. They don't require like Scientology or something that you have to give a bunch of money, but. You end up giving a and, fuckload of money. Yeah, they they say it's not required, but they make you feel bad for not doing it. Right, they well, guilt you, know, you into it. My dad, I think, throws he, a fucking twenty in. He doesn't want to burn in hell. I mean, but yeah, but if you go every week, that's fifty-two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna add 52 up. Fifty-two times twenty. I mean, how much money is he giving to the fucking church? Now, to be fair, I mean, they they use that money. There's a lot of philanthropy. There's that's a thousand dollars that you your know, dad's like, spending a year on that. So they they do use that money for good things, but also the Pope has a golden fucking house. So it's, it, you know. He's got a golden house? You didn't know that? It's like made of gold or just well, like. Well, no, it's like lined in 
and gold, gold leaf like, and shit. Yeah. But it's pretty as fuck. Yeah. A lot of polishing, I'm sure. You know, I found that a lot of, like, religion, yeah, it's, like, weird, but, like, the art that comes from it is amazing. Well, sure. I mean, it was, for thousands of years, it was everything. Like, it wasn't a matter of are you religious or not. So, like, if you were an artist, you got, uh, got hired, I guess. I can't think of the word I was wanting, but hired to. Commissioned. Thank you. Commissioned to paint or create or do whatever. And, I mean. I mean, maybe that's what legitimizes a religion these days. If Like, let's if you, say. If you can get Michelangelo to paint your chapel. Yeah, if he fucking built, like, the Dave, the Michelangelo, what is it, the David, the David. right? With the with the bigger dong, dude. Everyone would be like, dude, the re, the Rashnish, dude, they're, those guys are on point. That's legit. Right, look at the size of that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, cu- I'm, I'm pulling that. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> uh, okay, so oh, I'm pulling that dick. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, they, yeah, money is already a part of major religions. Brainwashing. Well, I mean, considering the three examples I gave of cults brainwashing, uh, they were all claiming to be Christian related. That kind of means that it's already a part of the Christian process, right? Like, especially if you're born into the family and raised that way, that's like washing the brain as it forms, you know? Like, you bring them up that way, you're brainwashing them before they even fucking know how to think for themselves. So it's it's absolutely, that's even worse brainwashing, I feel. Like, you didn't even get the kid a chance to think. Yeah, you know, and it's like, when the children, I mean, I think about I mean, my experiences. Like, you can only think anecdotally on this because you, you grew up, obviously, with a religion, right? Yeah, And absolutely. I did, too. I was baptized, I was Catholic, and... You know, my mom would take me to church, and very early on, it was, there was a, uh, we didn't want to go to church. Maybe it was boring, and it wasn't inspiring at all, but that's Catholic church, man. Oh, Catholic, yeah, Catholic church, man. It's even to this day. Become a I, Catholic and learn to hate yourself. Yeah, they hate themselves. God, I mean, it's so depressing. My mom always that tries Catholic to take me. Will get you. She, she always wants me to go to church when I see her in Christmas. We got to go to church. And no, I said, Mom, not. I would love to go to your church if they, like, sang a little bit. You know, and the songs are just like... I know, the most boring, awful things ever. Eddie Eddie Izzard had a whole bit about that. He's like, uh, Southern Baptists, predominantly black churches, born out of slavery and... and Beautiful music. And it's like the loudest, most joyous, excitable music you've ever heard. And then the white guys with all the power and money... We have slavery. uh, They're only people that can sing hallelujah and not make it sound like a fucking hallelujah. Um... Yeah, I played guitar for a gospel church in Pasadena when I was living in L.A., and it was fun. I mean, I didn't buy into it because religion's dumb in my opinion. But sure. In my opinion. Sorry, listeners. But but goddamn, man, if they weren't like— I think they the, know our stance on religion they were like after fucking, It was like this goddamn Blues Brothers scene, doing cartwheels down the aisles and shit, and like praising and testifying. There was a lady walking around with a box of Kleenex because like, so many people ah! were having such a religious experience. They were like having breakdowns and crying. Also, the— the bishop, self-ordained bishop of this church, was a black belt, and he had all of his clergymen, like his deacons, all had to fucking study. And so, like, when it came time to, for them to test to get the next level of belt, they would like do their test during the <laughs> ceremony. So he'd be there, like praising Lord, and then like breaking boards and shit. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm not Let even the kidding. Lord flow through your yeah. body. Or like if you had to show the how well you could do your defense, like you had to stand there and. 
brace for it and he'd fucking sock them all in the chest and see if they could take it. Oh, I'm man. I'm not making this up. This We've shit got, really you know, fucking happened. I'm glad you brought that up. We got a great story in the news here About that I'll bring punching up. Punching people in the chest? Perfect. Um, all right, Teachers so, and fighting. So brainwashing. Oh, yeah. Also missionaries. I feel missionaries are brainwashing. We're going to go to other countries, other cultures, and convince them that they have to join our religion yeah, like, or they're going to hell. That's right. The Mormons do that. Uh, right. Um fucking Jehovah's Witnesses, which is also a sect of Christianity, going fucking door to door. I mean, missionaries are just global Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, terrorizing, I mean, again, sticking with Christianity, because that's what I know the best, but their fucking history is full of terrorizing. The Crusades, waging wars, fucking killing heretics. You don't believe? Well, fuck you. Yeah. Burning you at stake, or fucking hanging you in town square, or whatever. Like, I'll pray for you. Right. So... They, they, I mean, obviously not anymore, or at least I don't hear of it anymore, but their history, when they were still new, as mo- you know, around the age of the cults tend to be, they were definitely doing all the same shit that we get mad at cults. I mean, that's pretty extreme behavior, if you ask me. I bet we could find four people to say that's pretty extreme behavior. I heard um, Jewish temples do animal sacrifices sometimes. I don't know. Maybe it's so. To, it's so that they don't do animal sacrifices. I don't know. I was listening to Ben Shapiro, and he's like, they're trying to do away with the animal sacrifices in synagogues and shit. What? What? I didn't Wait, even know they were. Animals? I didn't even fucking know they were doing Was those. Michael Vick, Jewish? Jesus, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he that's con- a sports joke. He converted. Uh, so back to my first point. Adam Sandler's about to write him into the Hanukkah song. Oh, good, good. Version Hanukkah, twelve. Version whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so back to my first point, where religion is old cult, cult is new religion. Every major monotheistic religion began somehow, somewhere, with a small group, just like cults did, and then so like allegedly. Abraham founded Judaism after he had his little chit-chat with God. Yeah. All of a sudden, oh, my God, uh, we're Jewish. What's Jewish? Ah, uh, this. We are it now. And him we and his family are the people. We're the only Jews, the and they had that ones. burden to carry for a while until they spread the word. And, you know, and you uh, know what? We're going to wander around the desert for 40 years. Yeah, How the fuck do you wander the desert for 40 no years? No shit. This fucking guy can split a river, but he can't fucking follow a star? What the shit is this? Did they, like, travel with RVs or something? Did they have, like, coaches or something? I'm sure they lived around. They were just like, all right, we're going just down. Just walking. Did they stay in one place? They wandered, so it sounds like Are they those, didn't have Have we seen that dude before? I think we've seen that dude. Are we going in circles? Is this... Oh, my God, he's got us going in circles. <laughs> I swear to God, those are my footprints from yesterday. Oh, yeah. oh man, I wish I, I'm going to practice it. <laughs> so uh, Jew guy. Uh, that's Abraham and Jews. Uh, Jesus himself had just 12 disciples, started with that and grew that. And then his disciples told a story after. And now we've got Christianity taking over the world. Muhammad started with but a few followers in Mecca before growing to an army of over 10,000 men. Um, those other figures, not not old JC, of course, but the other two are considered prophets, not deities. They weren't the gods. They were just the ones telling you about God and God's ways. Uh, so they still gained totally credible followers, got all the attention, the popularity, and it grew and it grew and grew. And they uh, got new followers as they preached about the word of God. And, and uh, so they went from their small cult status to a major religion. Nice. Um, so they, you know, God says we need to settle here, so they settled there. They, this is our land. God said so, so they claim that land. We got to kill this guy because God said so. You sacrifice your son on a mountain or whatever, you know, like. Um, You're my guy. God now. is on our side, not their side. That's right. It's very fucking cultish. Uh, the Roman Empire, Christianity was a fucking cult. They worshipped Jesus instead of the Roman gods, which they fucking took from Greeks anyway. But, um, 
it was a new religion that was odd or different beliefs, and it was a smaller thing. It was absolutely, in every way, shape, and form, a cult. Paganism was a main religion, so we took over their holidays, stole their traditions, whitewashed it out. Now, paganism is considered cult behaviors, because, while yeah, Christianity now, is the main like religion. Just like I was saying earlier, it's like, like, they took over, man. Yeah, yeah they... exactly. So the religion that used to be the main one is now considered a cult. It's that easy to go from one to the other, and I say it's... The altar tables are were, turning. <laughs> the altar uh, tables are turning. Not oh bad. Man, oh, man. What if man, there was oh some man. sort of, like, scandal that happened back in those days? You know, like, oh, the highest, the high priest of the, the pagan, because pagan was pagan was the, the main religion right. at the time, right? And the Christians were coming around, and they're like the Scientologists of their day. Oh, I'm sure there was all sorts of fucking slander and uh but then Bad they got campaigning. a couple. They got a couple actors of the time. You know, they were doing the theater outside the amphitheater, and they started saying some shit. They were like, they were getting paid by you know uh, by right. the, the Christian church. Saying, you know, negative campaigns, man. Jesus, you know, you know. Jesus just wants everybody to hang out and be groovy and love each other. These fucking pagans, man. I tell you what, they're gonna cook you in a giant colander with a eye, a frog or whatever, and fucking turn you into a newt. I saw one of them fly. Across the sky on a broom. Right? What the fuck, man? Who the fuck are these people? You gotta look out for that shit. And everybody's like, well, I mean, paganism's been in my family for six generations. I certainly don't remember hearing about any of this. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. You've been brainwashed. (laughs) You you are thinking differently. Right. Let me show you something. Come here. Have you heard of Jesus? (laughs) Have you found Jesus? Do you know God? Uh, This is the son of him. Who who is Jesus and why do you have such a weird accent? Well, let me tell you about Jesus. Yeah, they turn into <laughs> Southern guys real quick. Yeah, right. Let me tell you about Jesus a little quick. Where did uh, this weird wardrobe of button-up shirts and ties come from? Let me just tell you. Do you have a few minutes to talk about a Lord and Savior Jesus let Christ? Me, let me let me finish. Also, everybody's finish. Ross Perot. Yeah. <laughs> Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> All right. So the Can I finish? Christian Apologetics and Research Ministry, CARM, C-A-R-M. They say. They say that a cult is an unorthodox, esoteric and uh, organization has devotion to a, a person, object, or a set of new ideas. Okay, fine. That's great that you Christians can put that labeling on. But let's let's ask some questions. Let's fucking break this down. Okay. This is bullshit. Um, what's unorthodox? Who gets who gets to fucking define what's unorthodox and and what's not? What well, one person can find weird, another one finds completely subjective. Fucking normal. Once again, right? Exactly. So your first point that a cult is a cult is unorthodox. Well, who the fuck are you to decide that? Obviously, the people in it don't think it's unorthodox. So fuck you. I think a lot of shit you do is unorthodox, motherfucker. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so how much do devotion to a person is too much? How do you get to decide there's too much devotion to a single person? Because we fucking sure love our pope, don't we? That's a hell of a lot of fucking kissing this goddamn hand. Kiss of my hand. Uh, right. This is the ring of the Pope. Now, he doesn't claim to be a messiah, but uh, people sure as fuck are devoted to him. I mean, God. that's a hell of a lot of depo- devotion to one person. Or uh, he gets to decide the dogmatic law. He can change traditions at his own fucking whims. Yes. Uh, so they said too much devotion to a person or an object. Well, get the fuck out of here with your crucifix and your holy grail. Shut the fuck up, right? Uh, new ideas. Okay, so where's the line? Like, new how what how do you how old is old or when is new become established and then become old i mean tradition not old but where's the fucking line on new ideas you know like so this makes this line really fucking fuzzy about this is a cult and this is a religion 
Yeah, it, it's all subjective terms. Absolutely. Vague, um, vague words. So it's like the We're, fact that the majority of the population believes in Christianity uh, here, you know, in other parts of the world, definitely different religions, but whatever the majority believes in, anything other than that would be the cult or be unorthodox or extreme or fucking weird. Um, but then in an other part of the world, like, oh, no, that's not crazy at all. I totally believe that. But yeah. it's, I don't know, it's kind of weird that every religion has the idea of, this is so fucking crazy, can you imagine people believe any of that shit? I mean, <laughs> I mean, talking to a burning bush is totally fucking right on, but <laughs> this fucking just Buddhist shit? Get the fuck out of here. Like, it's, so, it's absolutely subjective. So, to me, I think the only real difference is, is time and, and yes. your accessibility. Like, you can walk in to a major religion. You can go into any fucking church or mosque or synagogue and talk to somebody, ask questions. They tell you about the tenets of this religion, what they believe in, what are the traditions of it. Um, not to say that they don't have secrets, but that'd be a, I mean, that'd be a, a nice conspiracy show, I guess. But uh, to, to get an idea of it itself, you can just walk in and fucking do it. And they'll hike, here's our books. Here's what we believe in. Here's our story. Here's all this. You can go into major religions and do that. You can't really do that with cults. You're not going to be able to walk into Jonestown and go, hey, man, what's this shit all about? What's going on in here? You know, they don't necessarily allow that. They tend to withdraw. They limit themselves from the outside world. There is not as much exposure or interaction. And that's, I mean, obviously to keep people off their fucking backs, but it's also to keep their people there. If you make them feel alienated or not a part of the regular world, they'll be less likely to go out into it ever and find out you're full of shit, right? Right. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of it. It's like time and accessibility is, is my thing. Um, cults give you that us versus them mentality. Generally, I don't know that Roshanish ever had that until there was like us versus them specifically. These ones fucking attacking us, but Physically generally bombing their places. Right, generally, stuff. they weren't. They weren't like, I mean, they went around. They went out. They fucking built a town and interacted with the towns next to it and stuff. That's uh, so why I think it's a religion. Uh, but religions tend to give, you know, there's a lot of donations, or they uh, give back to the communities that they're a part of. Mm -hmm. Their um, cults tend to take, either by coercion or force. Um, you know, give us your fucking money, Scientology. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... Can a religion also be a cult, and a cult be absolutely. a religion? I mean, I think, again... Like a like, religion cult? The cult of religion? The cult of religion. Uh, religion I, of cult? I... Honestly, I just think that they're interchangeable terms, and if it's not if it's not a big enough percentage of population where you are, then it's a cult instead of a religion. You know that, and I really that's got to be it. Because yeah. I'm sure the paganism, some people still do it. You know, you got those fucking goth kids that want to be pagans or do pagan stuff. So that's been around since before. So I guess it can't even be all about how long it's been around. Cause that's been around way fucking longer than Christianity, but is. Considered so, I would say maybe it's more of a size thing and numbers. What are your numbers? Yeah, and uh, definitely Christianity uh, has the numbers, dude. They have the numbers. Uh, oh, for sure. Catholic. I mean, they have the place. They have the Vatican. You know, the Catholic people. Right. So I think a lot of them uh, they tend to be hostile, or they're hostile interactions with the world, or or uh, their their leader just goes off the fucking deep end, they get extreme, um, or something like that, so they either powder keg, 
or uh, if they're not doing that, since they're so withdrawn from the world, they just kind of fade away into obscurity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. I, so I think the ones that don't do that, the ones that do interact and and have a good rapport with the outside world, can continue to thrive. And next thing you know, they're just a religion and not a cult anymore. I mean, so it's happened. Every single major religion eventually became that instead of the cult that it started as. So that's. You just stick around long enough to become a religion, I guess. I think cult is actually the step before religion. So you have right. It all they all has to evolve from something, and religion is the result of a cult. Sure, you just uh, have to become right? get uh, enough of a following, stick around long enough to get to get the money, because you got to have a lot of fucking money, and then uh, enough of a following so that you. Ha- I mean, like if you got the most fucking kids on the playground or whatever, like you're the boss. Oh yep. You know. I, they I, come up to you, hey, boss. I think that I think that's all it is. You know that little kid over there? He took all the bouncy balls. <laughs> he took my balls? He took my balls? He took your balls. What are you going to do about you it? come in here and kick my ass? <laughs> well, great report so, on Colts, yeah. man. So that's, uh, that's a nice precursor. Now we can start diving into specific things. And uh, I think it would be cool to take one. Uh, Roshanish, for example, or... Uh, Davidians that happen here in Waco and like not talk about it obviously but also compare it to the religion that it branched off of yeah because he claimed to be Christian uh, Jonestown he started out as a fucking Christian. was he like Protestant preacher uh, or something I don't remember I don't know maybe Baptist which, which or something. sect of, of Christianity but definitely Christian um, yeah so it'd be cool to, to talk about them and compare them to their parent religion and yeah, we'll get a, a more deeper understanding about cults and religions. Uh, yeah, man, because that shit's fucking. I find it insanely interesting. Faith is a is a is a weird thing, man. It absolutely is. It's so weird that so many people can like read the same book, hear the same stories, believe the same thing, but interpret it so incredibly differently. Yes, and that happens through generations and time. You know, it gets bigger because it gets inflated. Uh, the, you know, those allegories from the from the Bible that we've all heard of the the fig tree and shit, and Jonah and the whale, and fucking the walls of Jericho. You know, these have been inflated the, over years. What pillar of salt when they were leaving Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah, the pillar of salt, which there's a pretty funny uh, the movie on uh, Netflix right now. With Danny McBride, uh, it's like Don Veneer, some shit. I pillar think. of Salt. No, well, he's an archaeologist who like finds the pillar. Of salt. Oh, really? But like he makes up, he doesn't really find it. You know, he kind of makes it up and he tries uh, to sell them. It's a pretty cool little fucking story. Interesting. All right, cool. Watch it. Watch it. So, so there we go. There's our uh, our introduction to religions and cults. Yeah. So we're gonna get doing. We're gonna do some more of that, man. I think that's great. I definitely think that's worth uh, noting. That. So, any listeners, uh, as we go cult by cult, I mean, it won't be like next week won't be a new cult. I mean, we'll, we'll sprinkle them in. It won't be like for the next six months all we're doing is talking about fucking cults. But uh, write in. Let us know which ones you would be most interested in us covering. And maybe we'll do it that way instead of chronologically or something. Awesome report. Thank you, Nick Ryder. He's the host no of the show, man. That's right. What are we doing next? Well, next, sir, I believe we got the news. Got the news. That's 
That's right. Oh, sad story. Full metal, full metal jacket actor R. Lee Ermey dies at age Today, right? He died. Yes, about 22 hours ago. This was reported by Fox News. Can't believe it. Arlie Ermey, a former Marine Corps drill instructor known to millions of moviegoers as the sadistic gunnery surgeon, uh, Sergeant Hartman in Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket. Really? I thought he was just the guy from uh, Saving Silverman. <laughs> Thanks for uh, – I was going to mention that as well. Damn it. He was the gay uh, uh, old uh, high school teacher. That's right. Um, let's see. Can you pull up uh, something on your phone uh, with him? I don't him? have the just... right plug, remember? Oh, right. Oh, it doesn't matter. don't matter. He'll be greatly missed by all of us. Apparently he was, many people said that he was just the absolute nicest fucking guy possible to ever work with. Uh, you wouldn't know that no, by his, definitely uh, his, not his, that his movies. His roles, uh, you'd like this, uh, he's a Kansas native. Good, where from? Uh, I didn't, didn't say here, but Ernie, Ermy, yeah, go ahead and look that up. But he enlisted in the Marine Corps in 1961 at the age of 17. He served for 11 years including 14 months in Vietnam uh, before he was discharged in 72. Well, it's one, two, three, what do we find? Oh. He served as a technical advisor Emporia, in... Emporia, Kansas. No fucking shit. Where's that? Uh, that's kind of northeast. It's about an hour or so from Kansas City, but that we play there every time we're two and three Kansas Wars. Now when you're up there, you can go... Uh, you can go salute him in the next one. I'll memories from here. It's probably a statue up already. What? <laughs> He's got his, oh, uh, his own statue up there? Maybe. I, I, I don't know why not. It's not like Emporia, Kansas has anything else fucking going for it. Well, now they're going to put something up there. He served as a technical advisor in Francis Ford Coppola's uh, 1979 Vietnam War epic, Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now, which he also had a small role as a helicopter pilot. Huh. But Ermy did not get his big break until eight years later when he was in Kubrick's own take on Vietnam there. Uh, he yeah, was originally. Both of those movies are pretty fucked, man. I don't know if you've seen them. I've seen uh, Full Metal Jacket for sure. I mean, that one's fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, the beginning of it's fucking gnarly. Well, there's a lot of gnarly. Apocalypse Now, man. That's like a, that's just watching the world descend into madness. That's why the making of the movie itself was fucking crazy. That's why the documentary Heart of Darkness, all about the making of Apocalypse Now, is even probably more fucking nuts than the movie because like. I think Martin Sheen had a heart attack due to too much cocaine and fucking something <laughs> going on with Brando. And I don't know. It was like just – it was it was pandelirium, <laughs> apparently. So uh, – and it shows because that movie's fucking batshit insane. Uh, Apocalypse Now, huh? Yeah. I got to check that out. Is it, is it definitely worth uh, watching? Oh, yeah. There? Absolutely. It's a – I mean – I know it's, like, one of those classic films that everybody always talks about, like Citizen Kane or whatever, but, like, it well-deserved fucking classic. Like, everybody should be talking about it. It's it's an amazing movie. Toe jam. Pop that blister. Jesus H. Christ. Private Pile, why is your footlocker unlocked? Sir, I don't know, sir. Private Pile, if there is one thing in this world that I hate, it is an unlocked footlocker. You know that, don't you? Sir, yes, sir. If it wasn't for dickheads like you, there wouldn't be any thievery in this.
this world, would there? Sir, no, sir. Get out! Well, now, let's just see if there's anything missing. Holy Jesus. What is that? What the fuck is that? What the fuck is what that? What is that, Private Pile? Sir, jelly donut, sir. A jelly donut? Sir, yes, sir. How did it get here? Sir, I took it from the mess hall, sir. Is Chow allowed in the barracks, Private Pile? Sir, no, sir. Are you allowed to eat jelly donuts, Private Pile? Sir, no, sir. And why not, Private Pile? Sir, because I'm too heavy, sir. Because you are a disgusting fat body, Private Pile. Sir, yes, sir. Then why did you hide a jelly donut in your footlocker, Private Pile? Sir, because I was hungry, sir. Because you were hungry. Uh-oh. Private oh. Pile! Private Pile! Has dishonored himself and dishonored the platoon. I have tried to help him, but I have failed. I have failed because you have not helped me. Oh, you blame them, alright. have not given Private Pile the proper motivation. So, from now on, whenever Private Pile fucks up, I will not punish him. I will punish all of you! And the way I see it, ladies, you owe me for one jelly donut! Now get on your faces! Open your mouth! They're paying for it, you eat it! Nice of them. Real nice of them, at least. Ah, so he still gets the donut. Oh, and he eats it. That is right. If uh, God wanted you over my wall, he'd miracle you over my wall, Private Pile. <laughs> I didn't know they piled up shit this high. <laughs> well, rest in peace, bud, man. You know, another another good one taken from us. First been was, a, at least it's been a lot calmer this year. The past two years have been like every fucking day some major celebrity dies. It's been it's been a bit slower on the celebrity loss year this year. Bummer, dude. Well, you know they gotta go. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, nobody lives forever. All right, I got some tech news here for you. All right. Um, let me uh, get this all set up, but basically there is a an app that's out there. Ooh, an, and one app, huh? There's an app out there. Uh, Interesting. There's a new app. It's called Bed Beats. It has been released that syncs songs based on the rhythm of your movements during sex. The app has a range of categories for users <laughs> to choose from, including dance, trans funk, chill, roots. Smooth jazz is in there, too. Shit. Oh, it's gotta be. You gotta have that sex sax. <laughs> you gotta have that sex sax. That <laughs> felt like late 80s into 90s movies. If you heard that saxophone, somebody fucking You in know that movie. there's a shirt coming off, a right. titty coming out. Oh, they've gotta be titties. Some tight butthole. Once you've wow. downloaded Whoa. the app, <laughs> you place your phone somewhere near, uh, somewhere on the mattress, okay? So, it, you know, the, the sensors feel work. The, the bouncy bouncy. And I thought I'd try this out, dude. Okay. And so I did try this out. Uh, I think it's uh, worth listening to. So we get to figure out, or we get to hear. You get to what hear your masturbation, masturbation rhythm is. No, it's not. Take it easy. But you're gonna get to hear my. Uh, you know, uh, go and put your children away if they're listening to the show. You might want right. to close their ears, tell them earmuffs, or tell them to shut the fuck up and listen, because they're gonna learn something. You gonna learn today. But uh, here's uh, my experience with Bedbeat app. Hey, so we're going to try this app out. Are you, do you think you're ready to try it? Mm. Ah. I've heard people say... What do you think about that? 
too much of anything is not good for your baby. But I don't know about that. There's many times we love. Are you fucking smurfette? You like that? Baby. What is that voice? Mm. It doesn't seem to me like it's enough. What yeah. shit? It's just not enough. I like this app already. Oh, I guess it changes. Like, oh, keep going. Alright, alright, you like that? Oh, slowing down a bit. Getting sexy. I love this app. So far, so good on this app. What do you think? Shut that off. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, okay. I'm, I lost my concentration for a bit there. I don't know where that was coming that from. That metal. Let's, I don't like that metal. Let's start this back up again. Okay. What do you think? All right. Are you nice clicking a oh, picked it up. Nice. The bed rocking. What the fuck was that? So sorry about that. Let's try this again. Last try. I'm just... I gotta... Uh, right. Slow down. Ah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Fuck! God damn it! Fuck it. We're done. I'm so sorry, babe. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, that app sucks, man. Uh, don't use that app, dude. What? Or, you know, try it out for yourself. You might like it. I don't know, man. I, all I know is it wasn't that good of an app. What the just happened? That was uh, my experience with that app, man. I mean, get over it. I... All right, man. Other news. Yeah, God. <laughs> it's called Beats uh, Bed Beats, so check that out on uh, Play and uh, Apple. We were not paid by them, but I think they might after listening to that. Yeah. Uh, let's Got see. Got new commercial. Yeah, true. There was a good commercial, man. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's fucking a chipmunk, it sounded like. Yeah, I, I mean, was that uh, Chip yeah, and Dale or? That's right. Oh, dude, Tarantula Burger. Featured during Exotic Meat Month at North Carolina Restaurant. I saw something about this Ugh. and intentionally avoided the article. You, you should avoid this, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you anyways. So thanks for fucking that up. Bull City Burger and Brewery, uh, which we, you know, it would been sweet if we're in North Carolina. They're in Dur uh, Durham, uh, yeah, Durham, North Carolina. Uh, we could have, you know, checked out their beers on a brew world order. That would be cool. Uh, adventurous Burger fans. Can, either, uh, can enter a raffle for an opportunity to take on the Tarantula Challenge. For $30, you get the burger, the spider, and a side of dirty fries. I don't know what those are. Your rewards. They scoop up off the floor. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. They definitely would be dirty. Right, right. Your reward for eating the whole thing? A t shirt and social media fame and glory. That's right. Fuck that. I'll buy a goddamn shirt and not eat it. Tarantula. Yeah, it just sounds fucky. I don't. So I, they put it on the shit. burger, or you have to eat it separate. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about okay. this here. Uh, first of all, according to Bull City Burgers website, you have 48 hours to respond to your name being picked. So what happens? I guess you enter a drawing and they pick you. There are that many people wanting. I guess so. Should you be uh, should you be unable to call within the two day period and claim your tarantula, it will be returned to the spider burrow and raffled off to another lucky winner. They actually, I think they're living, and so they're like, here, we'll kill this one for you. Fry it up real good. Six people have taken on the challenge so far. Several more are scheduled through the end of April. There's no age limit, so it's really adventurous for kids to try new things. Oh, told Fox, someone told Fox News. Uh, so 
Here it is. It's an oven roasted and certified edible tarantula. It tastes like crab, salty and bitter. It sits on top of a beef burger, grayer cheese, and spicy chili sauce. Gross. Nope. Not Fuck gonna do it. That, dude. Not gonna do it. Um, uh, real quick here. This is sad nah. here. Sorry. Thank you, George Bush. <laughs> uh, prominent gay rights lawyer sets himself on fire in a protest suicide. Uh, this is reported by CNN. Right, that's fucking here. hell of a statement, I dude, guess. The body of David S. Buckle... 60, he was found near Prospect Park's baseball fields around 6.30 a.m. Saturday after a passerby reported uh, seeing a severely burned individual. Uh, he had a note. It says, I am David Buckle, and I just killed myself by fire as a protest suicide. My God. What the fuck is the point of a protest suicide? I don't know, man. Another note found near his body said his self-emoliation was a call to action. And here's uh, a little bit of what it said here. Quote, pollution ravages our planet, oozing inhabitability via air, soil, water, and weather. Uh, unquote. Uh, he wrote in an email, uh, he also said, most humans on the planet now breathe air made unhealthy by fossil fuels and many die early deaths as a result. My early death by fossil fuel reflects what we are doing to ourselves. So I don't know if he did this like around a group or something or he did it on its own and said, here's my note. I'm just going to burn myself and here you go. But this is fucking crazy, yeah, dude. And it just talks about who he was. Uh, Buckle is known for directing major same-sex marriage cases in Iowa and New Jersey in his role as marriage project director for Lambda Legal, a nonprofit organization that promotes civil rights for the LGBTW5678 community he also worked on a lawsuit behalf of i think i'm gonna get sued if i do that sorry about that on behalf of brandon uh, tina uh, uh who oh yeah this is important yeah, that's why i highlighted uh he also worked on a lawsuit on behalf of brandon tina a transgender man who was raped and murdered in falls city nebraska in 1993 oh, nebraska tina's story was portrayed in the movie boys don't cry which somebody won an Academy Award for it. Uh, last, uh, last bit of news here, and I thought this would be a good one because uh, Nick Ryder is a substitute teacher. I am. And this Just is like a, the Who song. Substitute. Substitute. The same other guy. Substitute. I don't know all the words. Anyway, sorry. It was good enough. Uh, former substitute teacher in Connecticut high, at a Connecticut high school faces multiple charges after he was accused of running a fight club among Holy students shit. in a classroom. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. What? Why? You mean like in the face? You mean like on the fire? Surprise me. I don't know why Edward Norton all of a sudden turned into a fucking uh, Barney, cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> Barney from uh, Andy Griffith. Uh, Ryan whoa, Fish. Whoa. Oh, you want to hit me in the face? Why would you do such a thing? Ryan Fish, 23, encouraged Montville High School students all right, all right. to battle it out while other students recorded on their cell phones and cheer on. Police said, uh, the truth is, I'm an idiot, and I wanted to befriend them, Fish told investigators. Do you ever feel the need, Nick Ryder, as a substitute teacher, to be friends with these uh, little jerks? I mean, no, there's sometimes, like... You want to be cool? We'll have conversations, or they'll ask me about stuff, or, like, I'll overhear some conversations that are pretty funny. Um, but I'm not going out of my way to try to be pals, no. 
I mean, not like, oh, hang out and have a beer with them. I mean, it, right. But like, no. be friendly with them and like, hey. Right. Yeah. I'll you know, on. Mr. Ryder. Yeah. Yo, call me NPR. Nick the Fashion Writer. Oh, that's right. Hey, holy fucking shit, NPR. Oh, my God. Oh, my, oh my, oh my God. Oh, my God. We got fucking uh, oh my God. Travolta's here. <laughs> I was going to report, uh, there was this thing I was going to, but I thought maybe not. But since it's sort of up, and I'm just going to give the gist of it, there was an article that came out uh, where John Travolta, uh, this guy, he was a security for Scientology and like did a, like an a all tell-all kind of book saying that, Travolta is super like jelly of Tom Cruise. He's pissed off that he got the award. He used to be uh, Miscavige's uh, like, like dude, you know, like, hey, oh my God, you was my best friend, Miscavige. Miscavige, hey, come here. I'm Carter. <laughs> hey, Mr. Carter. Hey, Mr. Carter, I'm Carter. Oh my God. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to report that he was like super pissed. You should read that article. I think it's on like The Mirror or something or Telegraph. It was a UK thing, I think. Uh, let's see here. The Montville so, Police Department started investigating the alleged fight club last December when a social worker reported a 15-year-old student was traumatized after being robbed and beaten by his classmates. So it sounds like there's more than just fight club. No going. shit. Sounds like rob. Like, we're going to teach you guys how to rob. Uh, here's a picture of the dude, man. He's just a kid. He's only 23 years old, man. The he, fuck, man? His name is uh, Ryan He looks Fish. like a... Fucking fucking looks like the bad guy from the the Spider Man reboot. <laughs> the, yeah, he also, does. he was in that Chronicle movie. But yeah, he was like, oh yeah, yeah, I get that one more than uh, ever. There, investigators <laughs> soon learned Fish, who's 22 at the time, had been fired <laughs> after uh, had been fired after school officials caught wind of the Fight Club. No shit, right? Right. He said the math. Cl- uh, he was a math. He was well, in a math class. You know you fucked up, but we need substitutes real bad. So uh, just don't do it again. So there's even cell phone footage that surfaced. Two students openly slap each other with full force as a visibly present fish gives direction to move away from the door. Let these boys fight it out. <laughs> these boys are just talking. They're just talking. They're just... Uh, another video shows fish moving trash cans out of the way to prolong the altercation. <laughs> wow. It's like moving desks and shit. Uh, the fight only ended after one Do of the students. You see students... what happens, Larry? You, you see, see what happens what when you happens? steal someone's fucking chicken nuggets at lunch, Larry? So when does when do the fights end? Uh, and one of them happened uh, th- when the students threw up and were holding their heads. That's when one of them stopped. Another, uh, let's see. I would let them be teenagers and let their get their energy out. You know, like they're gonna have a good night's sleep. You know, why not? Right, because they're fucking unconscious. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fucking right. And, you know, oh, they, oh my god. And he also said, "I will admit, I did at one point egg them on." Yeah, no shit. We have video of you going. Go, hey, watch out! Get out of the way. Several students involved in the fights told police that the slap boxing fights had timed rounds, which police say indicates an organized event, according to the yeah. affidavit. Yeah, think. And I looked at the indicates. affidavit, dude. It is it is like twelve pages of like this guy being a fucking asshole. Um, let's see. Fish reportedly told students stories about smoking marijuana and other drugs. He let the students draw inappropriate pictures on the whiteboard and even shared his Snapchat address to the class. This guy is nothing but uh, a bad guy, I think. A 16-year-old student in Fight Club called him his mentor. Uh, so he's changing somebody's life. I mean, yeah, great. what do you like, say? As long as you've seen those teachers that are like, man, if I can just get through to one fucking Right, This right. guy. He did it. Fucking Mr. Fish. Fish. Fish also said, quote, I'm immature. Ah, no shit, right? Uh, no one at school ever reported the Fight Club to the police. 
It was uh, just because one of the kids uh, were getting robbed and told the social worker, and the social worker looked into it. I mean, fucking that one kid. Uh, right. He okay. broke the first rule of Fight Club, as right. far as I'm concerned. And the second. And the, and the second. But, uh, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, okay, classrooms are right next to each other. So if there's a fucking fight going on. The, obviously, you didn't watch School of Rock. The room right next door is going to fucking hear it. No, you didn't hear You've never watched School of Rock where they came up with some makeshift insulation and, uh, and soundproofing where they were able to practice in the, in the classroom. Practice with drums. But wasn't it a music class anyway? Oh, it was. But you wouldn't have, they didn't want to have that rock and roll in there. Right. Either. Yeah. So they were doing something. And maybe, you know, there were slap fights, and they were probably... I don't know. I didn't ever watch the video. We should pull up the video. Uh, you want to say something? Well, I just... Like, I, d- I just don't think that it... Yeah, they can't go unnoticed. I mean, why are all these kids fucking covered in bruises? Or what? Like, what the... I just can't believe it took till one goes, he, he had me! For them to finally go, well, something is something to miss. Here is uh, something going on. Or maybe the school is just that fucking negligent. I don't know, man. That, that could be, that could be a thing. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not finding any sort of. Uh, they like pulled the videos, video. maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. They probably pulled them. Um, so he, the they he got fashion he got fashionably fired. Fashionably he, fired. He's a bad guy. That's fucking all there is to it, man. That what is the news. Teach a cheat. Nick, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, touring up into Nebraska. Nebraska, man. Well, I'm gonna go do that. Do that thing. So if anybody's around Venice, Nebraska, or Lincoln, 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 Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska, where the president Lincoln was born, I believe. That, mm, that's and, not at uh, all true. So check us out next week, you guys. We're gonna do another show, another episode of the Emergency Exit Podcast. What the topic is is I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms. Whatever you listen to us, make sure that you subscribe, get the latest episodes. Check out the new design over at Emergency Exit Podcast. We got a new blog, Coach is Blog. It's called According to Coach, where she breaks down the episodes and has her own opinions about shit. Check out that every week. She's going to post up something new. Thank you, Coach, for doing that. Yeah. Uh, we we appreciate also, when our listeners get involved with things. And you guys, we're going to start doing some crazy stuff with the show soon. So get your friends to listen. Let's grow this show. Let's put some, as uh, Adam Crow would say, put some wind into this pirate ship. Sail. I see. Yeah, that's a great that's a great metaphor. That's right. So thank that's you guys perfect. once again. Uh, Brandon will be back next week. Miss you, buddy. So. I, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to just pretend, pretend that was me saying all that. That's how that works out. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> oh, you can find us on, did you do social media? On, on the Twits and the Facebooks and the uh, MX Pod. At, whoa, whoa, whoa. at MX Pod on the Twits? No. E M E X. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, we can't say MX because then He's you think He's still new letters. to the hosting thing. E M E X Pod. That's right. Um, Facebook. Uh, just a, a fucking emergency exit podcast on that's Facebook, right? right? I mean, it, it, whatever outlet you use fucking type in emergency exit podcast and we're gonna fucking pop up there that's right and remember we have a dot com as well so emergency we also exit podcast a, we'll get you to everything that we a, are doing lots of pictures are starting to get put up and take more pictures we're gonna be a lot more active we're gonna get this show on the road remember by the end of the year we are gonna be on public access so we're gonna be on TV that's right so there you go end the show bless you
Bless you. I caught whatever Brandon's got. Yeah, I'm dying. Uh, so, I am Nick for Los. That's right. That's right. I thought there was something else I was supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs>